Hey, what's good, Sha? Oh, you know, just uh, eating crackers. I got a toothache, so it's the only thing I can <laughs> that I can soften with my tongue enough to chew. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, what's well, your cracker preference right now? Same, right same. Uh, right yeah. now, I'm doing a Ritz. I'm okay. in a buttery kind of uh, feel, but I mean, I enjoy a saltine, just a plain saltine. Okay. I have no problem with that. Ritz are good, but I also like club crackers. Mm. Um, yeah. And yeah. then there are those little round, like wafery, like really fancy. They're always on the on the plates of people who have fancier food. Okay. And they're always like cracked pepper or a whole multi-grain something or other or water um, crackers or some shit. And I don't. I mean, I never, I see them in the store. I never buy them because <laughs> I don't have, exist, though. yeah, I don't have all the things. The, the reason they taste good is because they've been sitting next to some sort of maybe expensive cheese, mm. but it's not the same when they've been sitting in my cabinet next to definitely cheap instant ramen. They don't. They don't hit the same. So it's like when you leave the 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 steak to marinate. You yes. Know, like overnight. Okay, I get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was uh recently uh I did a, a store run and it's not that I don't see it. It's just I don't know why. Like it stood out to me uh, this particular time, and I've been enjoying uh, townhouse crackers, which I haven't had in a mm, while. Those are you good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was like, oh, this has been out of the rotation for a couple years for me. Yeah. And I brought them back in. They were good. I, I like I like the difference in shape. You know, they were like, nah, we gon' we ain't doing circles or rectangles. Right. You know, they went their own way. I, yeah. yeah I, I dig it. Yeah, those are good. Those are good. I think that's I think that's maybe what I grew up with because I think townhouse crackers, maybe they used to be made by sunshine cookies. Okay. And sunshine cookies made their uh cookies and crackers with um vegetable oil mm. whereas like nabisco used lard okay and we were a, a house that didn't eat pork so that included not not eating anything with lard in it so oh. most nabisco cookies were made with animal short i like i was trained to look at the ingredients and if it said animal shortening that meant lard and that meant we couldn't eat it so I grew up on on townhouse crackers and Hydrox instead of Oreos and Ritz. Oh. Yeah. Yo, shots to Hydrox, yo. Yay, man. I don't even get me started. But I, <laughs> I love a high I love Hydrox. That that's always home for me, but uh, of course they don't really make them that much anymore and there's a whole history behind that that I we don't even have time for me to get into. That's a whole other episode. Word up, y'all. Another one-topic episode. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yo, never, yo, the Hydrox people is real, man. Mm-hmm. It's just joint. I, I, I know I looked them up recently because I forgot they came up in a conversation and, like, uh, they, they're, like, they're on eBay for, like, $40. Yeah. Yeah, because they don't really make them and they're hard to find. And Yeah. Hydrox uh, is the truth. Yeah. Much respect. I was, yeah. uh... I was in Boise. The Idaho just, one? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> the Idaho one. Uh I was out there. Uh I uh I had a great time, shot. It was very different. Um so like 
I get there mm-hmm. and I, I get out the airplane. I'm in the airport. And it's like, so there's things that like as a New Yorker, you've been trained to think is normal. It's not normal. Right? <laughs> yeah, like most of your existence. Yes. <laughs> I yeah, realized that normal. in Boise. It right. took me like three days to like, oh, this is how the rest of the country lives. Mm-hmm. You know, um, it was subtle things like. Uh, so every place I went to eat, I was always the next person in line. Like I never had a wait in a line for, for 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 the whole time I was in Boise. I went to Chipotle, mm-hmm. and I swear it felt like that Chipotle existed for my one order today. Right. Like I showed up, they got a full staff, four people, excited that I showed up. <laughs> like, oh, yo, what's good? What do you need? They they this is the first time at Chipotle where I felt like I could change my mind, and they'll be like, well, no worries, we'll start <laughs> this over. We'll go back. <laughs> I've never had that, yo. Chipotle in New York is aggressive. Those yeah. dudes is mad you don't know the first five items of your order as soon as you get to that spot. <laughs> that shit was different. They're like, what would you... The dude talked to me. He was like, oh, we got a new chicken. Have you heard the adobe... Ch-? Yo, he, he gave me the whole breakdown. Like, wow. yeah, we got adobe chicken. The seasoning is different from the other chicken that we normally have. Um, he apologized to me because they ran out of lettuce. And I was like, well, who? There's no one here. It's just us. Right. You know, like, if y'all been eating the lettuce, he's like, ah, ha, ha, ha. But, you know, <laughs> it's a quite <laughs> it's a whole thing. And then he was like, yo, just because we ran out the avocados on us, you want two scoops of avocado? And I was like, hell yeah. He just gave me free avocado because they were out of lettuce. What um, is this? It was craziness. And then I went to pay the whole thing, $8. Yeah. I was, this is madness. I've been paying mm-hmm. like 14, 15 bucks for for Chipotle in New York at this point. Yeah, and honestly, that eight dollars, I'm like, yeah, man, I remember when Chipotle was like six fifty. Like Yo, which wild. I don't I don't know if it's ever been that low in New York, but I know in Atlanta I remember the the cheap days of Chipotle and then having to move to New York and adjust to them just being way more expensive. Yeah. And then their price is slowly going up. And I was just like, I, why doesn't Chipotle love me anymore? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was different, yo. I uh, We went out to uh, to drink afterwards with, uh, with some of the people that we, like, did the event with. Mm-hmm. And, like, you know, we was going to chop up the tab. So, like, they, they sent out the group receipt. And I was like. I laughed at the bill. I was like, I got this shit. This is silly. You know, and they're like, no, nah, for real, we'll chop it up. You know, you don't, you don't got to take that hit. I'm like, that hit? Like, the 10 of us just drank for, like, four hours. This bill is $70. Okay? Oh, wow. In New York, that's, like, four of us having one drink each. Okay? <laughs> this is insanely cheap. I got it covered. It's fine. Like, there was so many moments like that. Uh, mm-hmm. When uh, there was an Uber driver that picked me up, and... I asked him after like, you know, two, three days of this of like not really seeing a lot of people. Mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, how many people live in the city? He's like, it's the biggest city in the state. We got uh, a little over a quarter million people to live here. And he was like, uh, I forget exactly where the whole state is now. But I know that when I was in high school, I remember it being a big deal that we were at a million people. And I laughed in his face. Like, I thought <laughs> for sure he was like pulling my leg. Mm-hmm. And I went home and looked it up and like, yeah, that's for real the numbers. They were at 1.8 million now. Oh, wow. Okay. You know, it's the fastest growing state by percentage, mm-hmm. but they're still pint size. 
Right. And like for like our listeners that are not New Yorkers, like that's how many people are in Brooklyn. Like we have like three <laughs> boroughs that have more people than this entire state. Yeah. You know, three mm-hmm. boroughs of the five that make up New York have more people than the whole state of Idaho. Yep. And we all live together. Like that, yeah. that's, that's wild. So like, and then every when I so like when I looked at he said that to me, dropped me off, and then mm-hmm. I spent the whole night not being able to sleep, just thinking of those numbers. <laughs> like I, I, I was blown away that like I live in a place where like the geography is the size of one of their parks. Mm-hmm. You know, and we have all the people of their whole state. They got farms and shit that's, like, bigger than East New York. Right. You know? And we're, like, just stuffing people here. So then, like, I started rethinking everything that happened during the time I was there. Like, I got out the elevator, and I was like, what you need? Like, to somebody that was, like, overly looking at me. Mm-hmm. And, like, it was just saying hi. Like, you know, like, I was, like, <laughs> real aggressive. And it hit me that, like, I'm like that because <laughs> I've been I've been cramped into this space with two million people. You know, like you ever notice that like when you go somewhere with a New Yorker, everywhere they go, they think, yo, I bet you I can make money doing this. Like I'm all I'm, I don't go anywhere in the world without thinking of a hustle. OK, that's not uh, a New Yorker thing. I think that's a, a particular type of person and more of a hustler thing, because yeah. I've known people who are not New Yorkers who feel that way. OK, what is very New York, though, is you like bucking up at someone saying hi. Like I (laughs) literally did that as an eight year old when we moved from New York to Atlanta and my dad had to sit me down as an eight year old and say, here in the South, people say hello to you and you have to say hello back. It's just like a politeness thing. People speak, they say hello and you just say hello back. And my response was, but I don't even know them. (laughs) as an eight-year-old i said i don't know those people and he's like (laughs) i understand but this is just how it goes and it and it's my father had to have that conversation because my mother is from georgia so she was just like why didn't you speak she was always like why didn't you speak when you came in the room why what you speak to these people when they say hello because she grew up in like just in the sticks Where if you were walking on the street and you didn't say hello to someone, by the time you got to your house, they had already heard just through word of mouth that you didn't speak. Oh, my God. So, yeah. Yeah. So that is more of the the aggressive just kind of what are you what are you looking at is much more of a New York thing than uh, the always hustling. Because I know a lot. I know a lot of Atlanta hustlers. I know a lot of Georgia hustlers. Yo. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that is just Boise that I, I don't know how big their hustle is, but I guarantee you there are three people. What'd you say? 1.8 million. There are yeah, three, the state. there are three hardcore hustlers in that state. <laughs> Yo, shouts to Boise, Idaho. That place is beautiful. Yeah. Uh, I, uh, I saw like 15 of y'all, uh, while I was there cause y'all were very spaced out, <laughs> but the 15 I saw were very, very beautiful people. Was it nice there. to be able to move around and not hit somebody accidentally near you or yeah, it was different. fresh air? Yeah, it was different. <laughs> it, it was different. Fun fact. I found mm. out that, uh, they have, uh, trash potatoes in Idaho because they make great potatoes and they have to ship them out. 
So like it's one of their like uh biggest uh forms of making yeah. money. Yeah, the so Idaho potato. Yeah, so their yeah. best potatoes actually go to other places, including us in New York. Uh-huh. So like ironically, in Idaho, they don't get their best potatoes. <laughs> Yeah. Hey man, don't get high on your own supply. <laughs> no, they, they for real living. <laughs> so their potatoes fire. are trash. Yeah, they were like, "Yo, like, uh, we actually don't eat them. We celebrate it because it's a big part of the history here, and we still grow it. It's our fourth biggest crop now. Um, but like, eating it here is actually not that big a deal because our best ones go to the states that are willing to pay the most, including where you are in New York." Oh Crazy. wow! Yeah. That's so funny. Yeah. So if you want a dope Idaho potato, like you go to New York. Oh, elsewhere. Don't go yeah. to Idaho. They ain't they, trying. <laughs> they trying to make money off of it. That's where the hustlers are. The hustlers are there in the potato farms. Yeah. <laughs> Those are the. You know what I mean? Like be, being a farmer is its own type of hustle. Yeah. Respect. So, because you got to deal with a lot of bullshit. Um, Straight up. And it's something that's passed down. <laughs> Even if you didn't yeah. want to do it, your pops did it. Now you got to do it. So there's a lot <laughs> there's a lot of similarities there that I don't know if people really think of it in that way. I think if I think if more people thought of it in that way, maybe hustlers could get together and help each other out, but then again they're hustlers, they would never help each other out. I forgot nah. about that part. Anywho, just think of a farmer as a hustler if that helps. <laughs> if that helps. I like understand it. country music or rap more, whichever one you don't understand. Think of them as hustling in the way that you hustle. Amen. Yeah, I yeah. do think more uh more country and rap crossover should happen. I think it's the same music. Oh, it's oh, they're definitely it, it's in the works right now. Um at some point uh country singers male anyway went from cowboy hats to baseball caps. And okay. that's when it all changed. That's when it all changed. Yeah, they still like yeah. curve the brims a lot, but uh. Oh yeah, they still do that. But I mean, they yeah, that's that yeah. that'll happen. I don't I don't know how I feel about a flat brim. That's the only I I only know current. <laughs> I think that's just from being in the South and you know a SEC thing. I don't know. That's what the college <laughs> boys did. Um. Yeah, I'm flat brim for life. I think. Oh, yeah? yeah. Also, my dad used to break down his um, newsboy caps. He would, uh, the brim, those kind of caps with the snap on it yeah. look really weird when they're flat to me. Yeah. So he would take a tennis ball and a rubber band and rubber band the brim around the tennis ball and let, let it stay like that overnight so that it had something of a curve. It wasn't as hardcore, yeah, yeah. but just something of a curve. And I, I remember seeing him do that with a new hat. And I was like, what are you doing? He's like, I'm getting it straight. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> All right. I don't know what's happening and where <laughs> when in the 30s you picked this up, but okay. <laughs> I remember when I first saw that and then seeing the result. And I was like, okay, that makes sense mm-hmm. if you want the curved brim. But I don't think enough people are thinking about their face. So like Everybody was using like a baseball or a tennis ball. And I'm like, that curve don't match your face. Like some of y'all should like softball because you got a bigger forehead. Like I need right. a softball. Yeah, so no, like, but, but the look is for it to be as curved to look like an arch. Like that's the look that they're going you. for with those things. Yeah. But yeah, they know they got big fat heads. Yeah. They're big and fat everywhere. <laughs> like, look, that kind of <laughs> God bless you. I can spot someone who went to a Southern 
uh, university or college up here in the North because, I mean, they can cover up things. You know, you can dress away and, and you can do whatever. But if I see you in like your relaxed kind of fit and I, 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 I can just tell by like the shape of your leg, I'm just like, oh, OK, you uh, you a southern country uh, like you a kind of country. I don't know. There's something in the build. Okay. There's something to build. There's something in the cut of the the sweat short or the khaki <laughs> shorts or whatever. <laughs> um, uh, there's a, a much a, a tuned up a, a tuned up booty. You know, uh, yeah. The southern white dudes they got they got ass. They got junk. Okay. I don't, and that could be from eating the food and sitting around. On tr- I don't know what it is, but they. They they got junk. Some of them have a lot. I assume of junk the back horse there. riding, like that's like a, <laughs> yeah. a lot of like I, you know work. I don't know if it's a horse riding. It's definitely going mudding. Yeah, like there's work they're doing on their legs. Yeah, they're de- they're definitely on four by fours in a muddy field. Yeah, that mm-hmm. that that's gonna work the glutes. Yeah, respect, so, yo. Yeah, so there's that, and um, yeah, the uh, uh, a choice in shirt, a choice in polo. Okay. It's a different, there's a different kind of, there is a preppy look that's very Northeastern, but then how that changed when it got to the South. It's a different, it, there's a different look. <laughs> oh man, I love the ingenuity. You know, do what y'all do. Okay. Yeah, do it. Yeah, do what you gotta do. Also, <laughs> shout out to Boise, I guess. Sure, respect, respect. <laughs> All right, so uh, let's get into the news, Sha. Yeah, let's do that. Um, Nearly. 60% of Americans now have antibodies for COVID-19 infection, according to the CDC. Uh, nearly 60% of adults and 75% of children have antibodies indicating that they've been infected with COVID-19, uh, according to new data from the U.S. Centers of Disease and Control and Prevention. Uh, the data came uh, comes from an ongoing study of blood samples uh, sent to commercial laboratories across the U.S. At the beginning of December, an estimated 34% of Americans had antibodies showing that they had once been infected uh, by the virus uh, that causes COVID-19 by February after an avalanche of cases caused by the Omicron variant. That number jumped to 58. Uh, by February, roughly 75% or three in four children uh, under the age of 18 had developed the antibodies, uh, according to the study. Uh, the lowest increase was amongst adults uh, 65 and older. The CDC estimates that 33% of seniors have been infected with COVID-19. And lived. And lived, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's why. That's why the number's lower, sadly. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> um <laughs> I love that they were like 75% or three and four kids, you know, just however it is you process math. Um, Maybe maybe it's the kid reading it, you know, maybe snuck in some fractions in there. Probably, probably. In which that case, that's very helpful. Um, (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. 60%. Sure. That seems right. Uh, Yeah. Like I was happy to hear this, I guess, because that means that like. No, it it means means nothing. We can still catch it again. (laughs) <laughs> it means it would be great if that meant that we were somewhat in the clear, but right. That's what I'm hoping. No, I don't think it does. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Cause I mean, my sister caught it before the, um, before the vaccines. Right. So right. maybe she still got antibodies in her blood, but she could still catch it again. There are people who caught Omicron and then caught Omicron. You know what I mean? Like they, 
They got it twice, which is wild because it hasn't even been around for six months or whatever. Maybe. Um, oh, that. Yeah. So, like, that's wonderful, I guess, that we are, that we're, some of us are living through it. Who's to say what the quality of life is for many people? But, I mean, yeah, we, we got hit with it. Um, for those who haven't, uh, quit being, <laughs> quit being a wimp and go on and catch a little COVID so we can keep it moving. <laughs> Rub up on some COVID. Okay. Come on now. <laughs> you hold now us I mean? up. <laughs> <laughs> you see the face mask on the floor. Just pick up a used one. Yeah. Just you come know? on. Just breathe it in. Breathe um, it in. Go straight to the hospital. We don't want you to die. We don't want you to get sick. Yeah. We just want you to get it over with. <laughs> <laughs> I just right exactly. Yeah, that's kind of how it feels. Even though I know that's not the case for people, it does still feel like I ah, just. Will you please just get it so that I, you can stop worrying? <laughs> and to be clear, by the way, don't do what I just said. I please like. do not do any of the things that we have said. Do not go out and catch COVID <laughs> so that you can just be done with it. That's not. That's not exactly how that works. Yeah, I had a drop. I feel like five years from now, there's going to be like a weird edit of vi- a video of me saying all the wildness from this podcast. <laughs> It'll be a like canceled gas store. Yeah, it's like, going to be on an up. episode of Dateline. <laughs> <laughs> Comedian gas on Monty said, wow, shit. <laughs> Snuffing some COVID. Like, whoa, oh, whoa. Oh, my goodness. Wild out of context. Well, oh, you got to consider that it was a, at that time. That's how people <laughs> felt, you know. <laughs> Oh man, yeah, I, I've definitely had some takes here that I know I cannot defend uh, with at no. the time. No, uh, <laughs> with at the, yeah. oh, at man. the time I was tripping. That's all I can say. Oh man, uh, Southern uh, California businesses and residents are asked to reduce outdoor watering as drought leaves half of the water uh, that we need for the summer. Um, facing mm. drought conditions unlike anything we've experienced before. Uh, Southern California officials are demanding businesses and residents in parts of Los Angeles, Ventura, and uh, San Bern- uh, Bernardino uh, counties cut wa- uh, outdoor watering for one day a week. Uh, for the summer, we have half of the water that we need right now in these communities, said uh, Rebecca Kimich, uh, program manager for the Metro uh, Water uh, District of Southern California. The move comes as California faces persistent climate crisis-fueled uh, dry conditions that have led to major water shortages despite record snow in the early winter. Uh, last summer, the state saw its most severe drought in its 126-year record. Um, the new residents must be the new restrictions. Part of me must be implemented by June 1st, with water district members agencies expected to enforce them. I mean, they were already the restrictions they've had in California with water with regards to various droughts have already been pretty hardcore. Yeah. Uh, To hear that they, that this is the worst ever is wild because every time it's like, this is the worst ever. And I don't think that that takes away from them saying it. Like, I don't think they're exaggerating just to exaggerate. I think it honestly is every year it's getting worse. And that's wild because that place is dry. It's a desert. It's a desert, by the way. L.A., y'all are a desert. Yeah. Quit like, with the flowers. The flowers don't, aren't supposed to be there. You're a desert. Yeah. <laughs> it's not a dry heat. You're a desert. But, um, <laughs> yeah, so that is uh, actually very scary because if they only have half the water they need for the summer uh, and 
things are going to start burning again because they always do. Mm-hmm. Yikes. It's going to be rough. In California, yeah. That's that's one thing they are never short on is summer. Yeah. Uh, so And yeah, also, y'all be, are yeah, just watering. You're watering these plants and these flowers that, again, aren't supposed to be there because it's a <laughs> desert. Go Seriously. on and let them die. They're not supposed to be there. Y'all know. Y'all ain't no tropical. Why you have tropical plants yeah. in your desert yard? Let it palms go. Let it go, baby. All the palms got to come down. Yeah. They Just, look great in the rap videos, but uh, it is. But tough. yeah, you know, that's not what's supposed to be there. I mean, there are so many things that flower and bloom. And, and that's why people are so particular, I think, because they are really trying to play God and make these things flower and bloom in a desert. Just accept <laughs> it. Put up a rock garden. That's it. What y'all know? got against rocks? Y'all out there in the desert? Just it's do beautiful. that. Every time uh, my wife wants to order some new plant on Etsy, she mm-hmm. asks the lady, like, hey, uh, hey uh, would this grow in Brooklyn? And they'll be like, admittedly, we haven't tried it before. Um, <laughs> do not recommend, but you're welcome to give it a shot. And right. Gabby knows that means, oh, I shouldn't order this because I'm going to just get sad in six weeks when it dies because it's not right. meant to be in an apartment. Uh-huh. You know, maybe Florida should incorporate that rule. You know, like don't, don't, you know, don't order those plants on Etsy or wherever you order your palm trees from Florida. Yeah. I mean, Cali, pardon me. Yeah. Don't do that. Also, I hear the rats live under the palm trees. Really? Yeah. You may want to Google fingers that, but I, my understanding is that there are rats in California. They just all live under the palm trees. Wow. So that the palm trees are like teeming with rats. <laughs> Yo. That changes all those movies, doesn't it? All the times you've been out there. Now, now does it feel gully? Does it feel a little more gully? They work yeah. so hard to seem pretty, but they got rats under the palm trees. I'm, I'm going to look that up now. Rats, palm Good. trees. Does it like draw the rats? Because now I'm curious if we could put like palm trees in New York. No, like, we cannot put the them in New York. In I place. don't think we have enough dirt. Like, I don't think we go deep enough because we are just a series of islands. <laughs> <laughs> so underneath us is just rats and palm trees. Palm rats, also known as roof rats. Okay. Yeah. Commonly nest in palm trees, which is where the common name comes from. Due to the fact they are excellent climbers, they are also known as roof rats. They're the biggest rodent pests in uh, Florida and, of course, also found in other tropical climates like that. Um, no, and then, you know, palm trees are in California, so. No, nah, I'm good. You don't want the, as is, like, rats got crazy hops. You don't want to give them a crazy height advantage. Crazy hops. I already know. I only know them as, uh, you know, the roof ones. Uh, and that's yeah. not, I don't like that because that means... Uh, uh, that's that roof is my shelter. Yeah, get nah, out good. of my roof. Yeah, I don't like that at all. But okay, that, yeah. that seals it. Mm-hmm. Never moving anywhere with palm trees. Okay, well, you still got a roof. Yeah, <laughs> and rats. <laughs> it's fair. It's the fair. only reason that the rats in New York don't go higher is because they literally have their own ecosystem. Downstairs. Down, yeah, they've got a whole. <laughs> A whole way of life down there <laughs> that they don't even like their offices are down there, you know, their bars, their nightclubs, their restaurants. <laughs> they don't need to go to the roof. <laughs> they got it all underneath. Oh, man, that's beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I just kept picturing like a, a rat, like checking somebody's ID. Like, oh, now nah, you yeah. can't get in here. Absolutely. <laughs> you don't got the whiskers, okay? <laughs> you know what I mean? It's a three whisker club, okay? 
have to whiskers. Uh, I'm just picturing a rat with glued on whiskers trying to look old enough to get in the club. No, I saved them. I promise. (laughs) (laughs) Um, (laughs) In other news, uh, Attorney General for Virginia and Washington, D.C. launch separate investigations into Washington commanders' financial dealings. Uh, The Attorney General in Virginia and Washington, D.C., have launched investigations into the financial misconduct allegations against the NFL's Washington commanders and owner Daniel Snyder. The I forgot that the Washington football team was now called the Washington commanders. Yeah, yo. Okay, I'm there now. I'm with we. Okay, all right, continue, continue. (laughs) The investigation gave after lawmakers in Congress laid out accusations against the, the team and executives, including Snyder last week. Uh, including that they may have intentionally withheld millions of dollars in uh, refundable security deposits owed to fans and concealed revenues that were owed to the NFL as part of the league's revenue sharing agreement. They Uh, may have accidentally (laughs) concealed the, the, uh, the, the chairs of the uh, house uh, committee on oversight and reform and the House Subcommittee on Economic and Consumer Policy co-authored a letter uh, to the uh, FTC earlier this month asking for a review of evidence. They said, show Snyder and the team may have, uh, so <laughs> as you said, <laughs> may have engaged in uh, troubling and uh, long-running and potentially unlawful pattern mm-hmm. of financial co- uh, conduct that victimizes thousands of team fans and the NFL. Wow. Maybe. They may Maybe. have. I don't Maybe. know. That doesn't sound like me, but I mean, I'll look into it. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> this is, uh, I think this is it for this dude. Uh, he, uh, he's going to have to sell the squad, man. Dan- Daniel, you, uh, I know you did the name change. You had all those crazy, uh, lawsuits with the uh misconduct with the cheerleaders. Cheerleaders, right. You know, um, and now he's keeping money. Possibly from fans. Yeah, I we are now at a point where evil like (laughs) billionaires and millionaires, like it's not just it's not just for Marvel anymore. You know what I mean? It's (laughs) it's all of us. We we've taken the Marvel and the DC worlds into our world so much that dudes are doing shit like this and probably have been to some extent, yes, but not not this broadly and not this out in the open and lazily that I don't, I, I'm having a hard time believing anyone who is uh, a millionaire or billionaire and something comes out where they are trying to hold on to money. They're trying to hold on to their wealth by stiffing a bunch of people. And they're like, well, I don't think I, I don't believe them immediately. I'm, I <laughs> immediately am like, yes, you're absolutely doing that. You did all of this. Okay. You're all of this. There's no way that you got to a point. You're like, that's enough. No one's ever been to that's enough. Clearly. Yeah. None of you these levels. have gotten to that's enough. Yeah, you get to these levels, you don't have an out. You don't be mm-hmm. like, I'm working until I get to 16, Billy. You know? Yeah, just, yeah, that's I the magic number. <laughs> I can't afford everything I want, you know, until then, mm-hmm. okay? I wanted three football teams, okay? This yeah. isn't enough. Yeah, I, I, I think this is... The, I, I, do, I do have one thing that I think is different, though. I think that uh, up until this point, he has only stiffed 
regular people. I think uh, <laughs> now that he's like jerking other billionaires. Oh, okay. I think that's the game changer. Oh, yeah, no, that's it. That's it. Because yeah. they're like, yo, hold up. You fucking with our money? Like, I thought mm-hmm. we was the, this is the team. Right. You know, I think, I think that's the game changer. They're going to be like, nah, B, we got, we got, we, we need all those checks, you mm-hmm. know? So, yeah, you jerk 29 other billionaires, they're going to get angry. Oh, uh, yeah. No, it's done for you. You're done. Yeah, B. Should have kept it to cheerleaders and fans, you know? You should have kept it to cheerleaders <laughs> and fans. No one cares about cheerleaders and fans. Sadly, you know, you would have got yeah. away with this whole hustle. But look, you walked into it. Time is up, my G. Oh, uh, man. Finally, the uh, Wachowski sisters are auctioning off Matrix memorabilia and more to support the uh, trans youth. Uh, Landa and Lily Wachowski, the filmmakers behind the Matrix series, and uh, Cloud Atlas are auctioning off nearly 200 props and uh, film uh, ephemera, ephemera uh, from yep. the vast archives. Uh, it mm. wasn't easy to part with some of the treasures, uh, Lily Wachowski said, including original pieces from some of the most iconic moments from the sisters' works. Uh, but the proceeds from the auction are going towards organizations that advocate for and protect transgender youth, uh, cause close to the sisters' hearts. Um, Lily Wachowski tweeted that she and Lana... Uh, had been doing some spring cleaning when they happily decided to pass on some of the best treasures we've been collecting over the years. Uh, fans of the Wachowskis have dozens of limited edition and one-of-a-kind items to sift through, like the original artwork, mock-ups of the famous set pieces, and some uh, knickknacks from the Wachowskis' desk. There are also plenty of rare finds from the their Netflix series uh, Sense8 uh, and films Jupiter right. Ascending and Speed Racer. Uh, with bids beginning at $30 for some of the items. Okay. Uh, yeah, that's not bad. Yeah, that's good. Good for them. Because you know what? You can't take it with you. You might as well <laughs> You Word might as up. well do something good with whatever money that would pull in. Thank you for uh, not, <laughs> you know, just doing an auction and then just counting the money afterwards. So, <laughs> Yeah, uh, like, you got to assume, like, as dope as it is to, like, have, like, the cell phone from the first, from the movie or whatever, like right. that was like revolutionary. Like uh-huh. if you're really thinking about it, you haven't touched that phone in like 15 years. Like you showed nope. it off a lot at first and now it's just like in a closet. Yeah. Or it's behind glass somewhere. Yeah. No like, one's seeing that. No one's enjoying it. Yeah. Let it be out there. You know, let mm-hmm. people play around with it. Someone's going to own it, have a blast. Let it be behind a new set of glass, but new people see it at least, you know, right. let it be in right. the news for a little bit. And it's going to do some good. I love yeah. all of this. Yeah. And then hopefully it'll eventually make its way to a museum where the museum pays a bunch of money for it. And then uh, whoever that is maybe will also donate their funds to uh, <laughs> to the right kind of charities. I don't know. Mm. Uh, yeah. but Fingers crossed. Yeah, fingers crossed. Uh, I only hope good things for the trajectory of <laughs> knickknacks from the Matrix. <laughs> <laughs> Here are my little Matrix knickknacks. <laughs> If you would like Uh-oh. to bid <laughs> on knickknacks <laughs> on from the knick-knacks. war report, that's right. Shalay, <laughs> <laughs> when I got plenty of knickknacks, admittedly not from anything famous we've done because we haven't nope. done anything famous. No, nope. but we got knickknacks all day. I got a pen I'm looking at right now. I got a USB drive. <laughs> I'm in, I'm in my closet just <laughs> behind me. You could see the kind of things. I will not actually give you anything out of my closet. I've already gone through it once. This is all very important to me. But you know what I mean. <laughs> you see, <laughs> there might be a knickknack to be had. 
there you go. All you got to do is like and subscribe to the show, baby. If you are an Apple or Spotify listener, we appreciate your ratings. Four stars. You want us to do this auction, but you don't believe we're going to get money for it. You a hater. You haven't judged our knickknacks appropriately. Okay? (laughs) (laughs) Five stars. You know that me and Shy got gems as knickknacks. Okay? We're going to generate hundreds of hundreds of uh maybe just a hundred dollars total but a hundred dollars in this <laughs> knickknack auction okay but i do appreciate the pragmatism of uh four-star people who are like y'all ain't got it i mean <laughs> i don't want to 100 percent discredit you but i do wish you'd just go ahead up to five stars yeah, that's it you know give us just five stars and sell them to dm you yeah. know yeah, yeah. Tell us, hey listen this is a bad idea <laughs> <laughs> If you have any articles you want us to cover, uh, please DM us directly on Twitter or Instagram at Silky Jumbo at Gastromonte. With all that said, my name is Gastromonte. The the USB drive have a that'll be auctioned. I got three of them I'm auctioning off right now. (laughs) I'm going to even leave the stuff that's on the USB drive so you can hear weird audio of me bombing on stage to perfect oh okay joke. yeah no no those are those are priceless you definitely yeah. want to you definitely want to get in on that <laughs> i got some gems in there baby you're gonna hear a joke go from terrible to good over the course of 100 sets all on these <laughs> usb drives you know <laughs> you'll get way too many pictures of me in the three shirts i own at mm. all the comedy shows in new york baby right this here is all gold gold baby get in on it right away everybody <laughs> <laughs> and you're going to see strategic pictures of uh, from photographers of these shows um, where they like capture the right angle where it looks like the 15 people is really 1500 people. You yeah, know, that's you're going to see all the ends of the comedy background world. It's going to be there. <laughs> USB drive. Always with the homie Chalet with Sharp. She's got a bunch of cool knickknacks. They're going to be the base of a really dope outfit that you're going to wear. That you <laughs> right. Didn't know you know, <laughs> you didn't know you could pull it off. Shalay was going to send you the piece and tell yeah. you the pieces she would have matched it with. Yeah, I, I will absolutely. It'll come with a note card uh, of suggestions what to do with it. I'm telling you, that sounds <laughs> A, five-star worthy, B, $100 bid worthy, okay? Yeah, absolutely. You know what I mean? Let's raise these funds for the cause that we admittedly haven't even decided on yet. No, we haven't actually decided on. No. But it could just be my phone bill. Yeah, no, and that's a great cause. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> it's probably for us to get a better internet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. This has been a bonus episode of The War Report. Catch y'all next time. Peace. Catch y'all next week. Peace.